You are Locked On MLB. Your daily MLB podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Hello, baseball fans. Welcome to Locked On MLB, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, where it's your team every day. This is the daily podcast. We talk about all of Major League Baseball. I'm your host, Paul Francis Sullivan. Please call me Sully in today's episode, which is being dropped on the fifth day of February 2021. We're going to be talking about the available Trevor Bauer, who's available at least as of this recording. Who knows, maybe by the time he drops, he will assign with someone. And the team that is not rumored for him or for any other pitchers ever. This show is available on the free and easy to use Himalaya podcasting app. We're also available wherever you get your podcasts when you're staying at home during these trying times. Be sure to tell your smart device to play podcast Locked On MLB or check out some of the other great shows on the Locked On Podcast Network, including the brand new Locked On Today with Peter Bukowski, which we'll talk about a little bit later, maybe in the middle of the show. You can follow us on Twitter at Locked On MLB Pod. I'm your pal Sully. I'm at Sully Baseball on Twitter. Sully Baseball Podcast on Instagram. So the free agent markets are, there's still players available. A couple of good players are available. Probably the the biggest name is obviously the reigning Cy Young Award winner in Trevor Bauer. Uh, Marcelo Zuna is available. Uh, He will be uh, valuable if there's a universal DH. Uh, I'm not a fan of the universal DH, but I mean, make make a choice at this point. Make a call. And I will say that uh, this is not the topic of today's show, but... I've come down, I've mentioned this before, I've come down a little bit on my stance of being anti-universal DH since, well, teams are pulling their pitchers after the third or fourth inning. So the whole idea of, do you let the pitcher pitch that eighth, that little bit of strategy going around that happens there? Well, that's kind of moot. But um, anyway, there's a Jake Odorizzi. Uh, Justin Turner is still available. Jackie Bradley Jr. is still available. And I really thought he was going to go to Toronto. In fact, I wonder if that will be uh, something they regret because I think Jackie Bradley Jr. would be less expensive than George Springer and will give them some defense, team defense that they need. Uh, He's going to sign somewhere. James Paxson, Taiwan Walker. You know, Yadi Molina is going to go back to the Cardinals eventually. We know that. Bauer is the big one, obviously. And there was a uh, a Bob Nightingale, who is a writer I'm not a fan of, uh, posted something online saying he has a deal signed with the Mets, which turned out to be wrong. Good job there, Bob. Good job. Wait a minute. You know, let me tell you something. There's, There's a thing. There's a thing in their culture, especially when news comes around on the Twitterverse, where there's so much emphasis being placed on who broke it. Who was the first to say it? Who cares? I don't care who's the first to say it. I care who's right to say it. There's such a rush to make big pronouncements and like, oh, we, we, I, I, we've made this announcement. I'm calling it. Yeah, but what if you're wrong? 
Nobody – think about this. Remember when uh, Manny Machado signed with the Padres a couple of years ago? Do you remember who was the first reporter to announce that? Me neither. Nobody cares. Get it right. In fact, we here at Locked On, we're going to say we won't be first, but we'll be right. The last to know, Locked On Podcast Network. It doesn't matter. Just get it right. Stop trying to rush to the front of the line. No one's impressed by that. Nobody. Nobody. But it sounds like that Bauer, it, you know, is certainly playing footsie with the Mets. Uh, that would make him the, the the third creepiest person to be employed by the Mets over the last few years. Uh, but I will say that it, he seems like a terrific fit for the Mets, uh, provided it's not uh, sign Bauer or keep Syndergaard. And the other team that he's been rumored to go to is LA. Now, uh, I've made my thoughts, I mean, I have my personal thoughts on Bauer, but I also have my thoughts on him just as a pitcher altogether. Yes, he had a wonderful 11 starts last year, and he was very, very good in 2018. He was pretty good in 2017. Um, he was dreadful the second half of 2019. He was okay the first half. He was dreadful the second half. And, you know, he has really only a couple of elite seasons as he is creeping towards that uh, magical age of 30. In fact, he's already passed. He, he turned 30 a couple of weeks ago. And <sighs> call me crazy. And this happens when you see teams sign a, you know, a big time free agent, this, that, or the other thing. Call me nuts. But I think whoever signs Trevor Bauer will be the team that heading into the 2023 season will be looking to unload Trevor Bauer and say, okay, we've got to eat some of his contract. We've got to eat some of his contract. Because, it, I mean, I can't be the only one who thinks that this screams a deal when they talk about the worst deals in baseball, the four-year deal given to Trevor Bauer. And look, at I'm not going to be one of these people. It's not my money. But there are smart contracts and there are dumb contracts. And, you know, Bauer had been talking before that he wants a bunch of one-year deals. And... Yeah, give him a one-year deal, but <laughs> I just nobody strikes me as a potential Barry Zito-esque bust, quite like Trevor Bauer, and that may be slightly unfair to Barry Zito because in the end, Zito did help the Giants win a World Series in 2012. But that was one. That was basically one good month in what was a dreadful contract. I mean, he's not. Is he going to be a disaster like you know Carl Pavano was when he signed with the Yankees, or Matt Clement when he signed with the Red Sox? I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know, and neither do you. But I just something about it just screams that the winner of the Trevor Bauer showcase will be the one who offered him a big contract and that he turned down that he signed with the other team 
Sometimes I say, sometimes that's how you become the victor. Is you say like, hey, hey, we threw our hat into the ring. We tried to sign him and then he signs with somebody else. But I mean, there's less pressure on that if he goes to Los Angeles. If he goes to Los Angeles, I mean, you know, with Bueller, with um, Kershaw, I mean, they with with all the you know the young pitchers they have on there. You're basically asking him to be your number three starter on a defending World Series champion who looks very very good going into this upcoming year, even with some of the losses that they had. Even if Turner signs elsewhere, I think Turner's going to come back to the Dodgers. That's you know that's just my take, and you know I think that that if I were Bauer, I would sign with L.A. Because the it, there's even the bigger margin of error. Even if he bombs in L.A., even if he stinks in L.A., there's not the pressure of when are they going to win a World Series title and there's enough talent around him to offset it. If he bombs out in New York, where there's a tremendous amount of pressure for the Mets to do well, um, I, I don't know. I think that there's there's such a recipe for disaster going on right there. And quite frankly, I, as I said before, I wouldn't give him more than a one or maybe two year deal. It just strikes me as being one of those when you read those articles of baseball's worst contracts. Doesn't it smell like he's going to be one of them? Doesn't he just not pass the smell test? I don't know. I don't know, but I'm going to be a hypocrite here. I'm going to be a hypocrite because while I'm discouraging teams from giving him a long-term deal, I do find it absolutely surreal that the L.A. team that is most in on him, is that does that make sense? Most in on him, most in on him, most in on him, are the Dodgers and not the Angels. The Angels made a move. Hey, the Angels made a move. They picked up Dexter Fowler from the Cardinals. Good old Dexter Fowler. Dexter Fowler, who is currently, uh, how old is he? He's, he's going to be 35 years old. Okay. Now, uh, I don't have much of a problem with this trade. This trade exists for one reason and one reason only. That is, Joe Adele is the big prospect for the Angels. He's their big outfield prospect. And he did play in the majors last year and he was a little bit rushed and they want to make sure, okay, he needs some more time to cook. Dexter Fowler, stable veteran, uh, hasn't really been a all around productive player for a few years. I mean, he hit 19 home runs and played and was a full-time player in 2019. Fine. He played, didn't have a very good 30 games last year, was dreadful in 2018, but you know, he was part of Joe Madden's world champion Cubs team. He's a you know, respected veteran and has been around the block and he's, he's fine. On the surface, there's nothing wrong with this move. Nothing. Uh, they needed a, they need a veteran to make sure Joe Adele has a little more time to cook. Hey, Dexter was a good guy in my clubhouse. Good clubhouse guy, Dexter Fowler. Boom. There you go. So that's not the issue I have with this. The issue is 
it's easy to get an outfielder. There's a lot of outfielders floating around right now. I'm not even talking about like JBJ. There are other outfielders have been non-tender and everything. You can get a you can get a major leaguer to play the outfield for your team. Okay. What stuns me is that the Angels never seem to be in any of the rumors for the pitching. They need pitching. They need pitching more than anything. And when you hear the James Paxtons, the Jake Odorizis, the Taiwan Walkers of the world that are out there, not that any one of those are the second coming of Greg Maddox, but they're all capable starting pitchers. You can throw in your rotation, roll the dice. You don't know. Sometimes a Rich Hill pops up and plays well out of nowhere. But none of them seem to be linked with the Angels. The Angels seem to have been, you know, uh, slapping together a bunch of players who are like on the on the end of their deals, like uh, Iglesias, Jose Iglesias, and Raziel, uh, Raziel Iglesias. I've never been able to pronounce his name correctly. Jose Quintana. They got Alex Cobb. You know, Kurt Suzuki, Alex Claudio. I mean, none of those are bad pickups. And who knows, maybe Alex Cobb can be, you know, a decent flyer, I guess. I mean, I mean, but at the same time, what, what, why can't the Angels get in on some of these pitchers that are out there? I mean, Cobb is several years removed from being an effective starting pitcher. I mean, he's only, he's combined for 13 starts the last two seasons. And the year before that, he was terrible. That's their big acquisition. There's something that I want to talk about because there's something fundamentally dumb going on with the Angels. And they need to be showing their fans they're at least willing to talk to Trevor Bauer. Maybe that would be the team to make an offer. He goes somewhere else and, hey, at least we tried. Because you're not hearing him being floated around with any of these teams. And that's a problem. And we are going to talk about it. Because the Angels need maintenance. They need to pop the hood of this team and fix what's underneath the hood. Like they're a car, like my car. And it does cost them a lot to do it, but it's something you have to do. Now, for costs and fixing your cars, let me tell you something. You don't have to worry about that with rockauto.com. You know, chain stores have different price tiers for professional mechanics and do-it-yourselfers. Rockauto.com's prices are the same for everybody. And they're reliably low. Rockauto.com always offers the lowest prices possible rather than changing prices based on what the market will bear like airlines do. RockAuto.com is for everybody and does not require membership or account login. The RockAuto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. Quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brand specifications and prices you prefer. Go to RockAuto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car truck. Right, locked on in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know that we sent you. Amazing selection and reliably low prices. All the parts your car will ever need at rockauto.com. 
Hey, it's Super Bowl Sunday. I know it's a baseball podcast, but once a year I pretend to care about football. It's the Kansas City Chiefs versus the New England Patriots. That's what it is, right? Tom Brady, he's in it. He's a Patriot, right? I've not been following it. Oh, gee. Oh, Tampa Bay. Look at that. Tampa Bay, city of champions. They've won the Stanley Cup. They went to the World Series. Now they want a Super Bowl. They're really greedy there in Central Florida. They want a Super Bowl. But the Chiefs want back-to-back. Always those big market teams like Kansas City and Tampa Bay dominating. Well, there's only one place if you want to make a bet that we trust, and that's BetOnline.ag. Sign up today for a free account at BetOnline.ag and use promo code LOCKEDON for a 50% welcome bonus. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. Get in on the action. And don't forget to use the promo code LOCKEDON to receive a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. BetOnline, your online sportsbook expert. Hey, get more of the sports news you need in less time with our new Locked On Today podcast. Peter Bukowski hosts Locked On Today, a daily podcast breaking down the biggest stories with analysis from local experts. Start your day with all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes. Subscribe to Locked On Today wherever you get podcasts. All right, I'm going to just do this. I was going to go to baseballreference.com, the single greatest website in the history of the planet Earth, and look this up. But do you know what? I'm not even going to, because there's a point I'm going to make. I'm just going to say some names off the top of my head. Chris Sale, Justin Verlander, Rick Porcello, David Price. Did I say Justin Verlander? What about Zach Grinke? What about Garrett Cole? What about Matt Scherzer? What about Madison Bumgardner? What are all these pitchers just off the top of my head? Not even not even going deep diving here. Off the top of my head. What do these names have in common? A lot of them won Cy Young Awards in the last few years. Verlander, Scherzer, Porcello. A couple of them could have. Garrett Cole could have. Chris Sale could have. He had a great uh, Cy Young caliber year in 2017. Uh, David Price could have. That year he pitched in Toronto. All right. Grinky could have. So certainly Grinky could have. What do they all have in common besides the fact they're ace caliber pitchers who pitched in the second half of the last decade and into last year? I'll tell you what they have in common. They all changed teams since the last time the Angels made the playoffs. The Angels made the playoffs in 2014. All of those pitchers changed teams at least once since then. At least once. David Price has changed teams three times. Three. Grinky went from the Dodgers to the Diamondbacks to Houston. Garrett Cole went from Pittsburgh to Houston to the New York Yankees. Lots of movement. Bumgarner to Arizona. Lots of movement. 
Porcello from the Tigers to the Red Sox where he won a Cy Young Award. Lots of movement. Chris Sale cut up his White Sox uniform and wound up being on the mound when the Red Sox won the World Series in 2018. Albeit, yes, yes, under suspicious circumstances. And there was certain, maybe some cheating with Cole, maybe some cheating with Vorlander. I don't 100% know. But they all changed teams at one point. And none of them went to Anaheim. I could see you swinging and missing at a couple. I know the Angels certainly went all in on Garrett Cole. He went up to the Yankees, so they picked up Anthony Rendon. You know, a good pitcher, Rendon. I understand you're not going to sign them all. You got to get one. You're trying to tell me you can't get any of them? The Astros got three of them. Three. Three of them they made those deals for. And the you know the Red Sox got three. Porcello, Sale, and Price. Now Price wasn't an overwhelming success, but he arguably could have won the World Series MVP in 2018. I know they gave it to uh, Pierce, but uh, it had to go with someone whose name started with P and ended with an E and then went with Pierce instead of Price. But you know what? It could have been both. None of them went to the Angels. And there's no excuse for that because we've all known since 2014 that this team needs to have an ace needs to have that dominant starting pitcher to go along with a player who was not drafted. He was forged on Mount Olympus and placed in Anaheim. That was six years ago. This will be seven years ago now. That's more than a Senate term. We give our presidents four years. The Angels can't put a team together around them where the biggest concern is their pitching staff stinks. And I just rattled off a bunch of aces. A bunch of them became teammates. You're honestly saying the Angels, a team with deep, gigantic pockets, can't say, hey, how would you like to live in Southern California as a millionaire and play alongside the best player in this generation? And Trout has done everything that he, he's held up his end of the bargain completely. Year in and year out, he puts up great numbers. He plays hard. He plays great defense. He hits the snot out of the ball. No matter what metric you use, whether it's old-fashioned stats, new stats, saber metrics, the eyeball test, or just wanting to watch a guy play and have fun, he hits all of those. And he also does what we supposedly want our superstars to do, which he says, I'm sticking around. I want to win here. Believe me. Trout had every right to say, do you know what? F this. F this. I mean, I'm I'm the best player in baseball, and I can't play in October. 
He is the best player of this generation. And he's played only three more postseason games than my Aunt Carolyn. Now, I love my Aunt Carolyn, but there is no way she should be nipping on the heels of Mike Trout's total postseason output. And all these ace pitchers keep moving around, moving around. It reminds me a lot of when the Cleveland Indians in the mid-90s desperately needed to have that one anchor ace and they never could pull off the deal even though Randy Johnson moved around Roger Clemens moved around Kevin Brown moved along Pedro Martinez moved around David Wells moved around all these ace pitchers kept changing teams but none of them landed in Cleveland and they never could get to the they could never clinch that World Series title but at least they went to the postseason at least they went there and you saw the Albert Bells and the Manny Ramirez's and the Jim Tomes and all of them play in the postseason. Trout is playing golf. And all of these star pitchers, just they never go to Anaheim. You have all the advantages of having a nominal L.A. team without worrying about the L.A. traffic. And you can say, hey, I'm a millionaire. I got a kid. Why don't you go across the street to Disneyland? We have a pass. But now here we go. If Trout had gone to free agency, yes, he signed a gigantic contract with the Angels, as well he should have. He deserved every penny that the Angels gave him. He's earned it. He shouldn't take a why, why should he take anything less than the market value of being the best player in the game? Why? The Angels have piles of money. Remember that scene in Breaking Bad when they have that, uh, that storage unit that Skyler put all of the cash in? There's just mountains of cash. Every other room in Anaheim Stadium looks like that. You open the door and there's just cash flowing. They, they just, they, it's just loaded with money in Anaheim. And, but if Mike Trout went to free agency and let's say he, you know, was trying to play off the Yankees, the Mets and the Phillies. And there were some people in Philadelphia saying, Hey, he's from South Jersey. He's going to want to sign here. Yeah. Cause that's, that's how it works. Right. But imagine if he did, imagine if he went off to Philly Imagine if, you know, forget what Bryce Harper made. If Mike Trout went there, Philadelphia would have to offer Philadelphia the deed to the city. He would be the king. And he would, and no one would look at that contract. Oh, yeah, he owns Philadelphia now, the entire town. Yeah, there you go, it's his. Instead, he stayed in Anaheim. Wants to win. He's already the greatest angel of all time. Like who's? The, I mean, who did he surpass? Chuck Finley, Bobby Gritch, Tim Salmon. He's already undoubtedly the best angel with a fish name. And they're wasting it, and it's aggravating. I'm not an Angels fan. I'm not. I'm not an Angels fan at all. 
but I like Mike Trout and I'm a baseball fan and I want him to have his signature October moment. And it didn't happen in 2014. They lost those two extra inning games to the Royals and stubbed their toe. And yeah, this whole thing would have been a lot different if they made it past the Kansas City Royals and they probably would have, you know, gone up against the Orioles and the ALCS and who knows what would have happened then. And maybe he could have faced off against Madison Bumgarner in the World Series. I don't know. Neither do you. But what I do know is that this Angels organization has had opportunities to get that difference-making starting pitcher on the team, and they haven't done it. And it's it's making baseball waste the prime of a generational talent. And that's just stupid. That's just stupid. So anyway, been an emotional week for your pal Sully. And I just took it out in the Angels front office. But, uh, you know, have a great weekend, everyone. Hug your loved ones if you can. Call them. And uh, have fun watching the Super Bowl. And supposedly pitchers and catchers are reporting soon. I think we're going to have a season. I'm, if I don't want anyone to rush going back to the ballpark. Just listen to it on the radio or watch the games. We got to lick this thing. We all got to beat this thing all right and then we can just focus on having fun watching some baseball seeing the teams get together and seeing which teams get to october and knowing the best player in baseball is playing golf when the postseason's going on so go to the free and easy to use himalaya podcasting app and use all the places you get your podcasts talking about Big contracts for pitchers. Sometimes they're wasteful, but sometimes you got to sign someone. This has been Locked On MLB for the fifth day of, I almost said October, February 2021. I'm your host, Paul Francis Sullivan. Please call me Sully.